We are live in five, four, three, two, one. She's the daughter of her sister. She's the sister of her mother. They have one thing in common. Two accidents with no purpose. Hello, hello, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Two Accidents, No Purpose. Um, We have a very, very special episode for you today. We're putting together Storytelling Part 2. So kick back, relax, go get yourself a beverage, and warm up to the fire while we all spin some yarns for you guys today. Yeah, we have got some treats in store for you. You can tell my voice is a little raspy. I blame Vegas. You never know what uh, what's going to come out of a weekend in Vegas. And apparently, I left my voice there and have yet to find it. So, Abby, um, why don't you tell me what you're reading these days? Yes, um, I'm currently reading Kitchen Confidential by Anthony Bourdain. It's his book that kind of launched him into stardom. It's so good. It's very conversationally written, easy read. Um, not very far into it yet, but it's been super good so far. How about you, Aunt Julie? What are you reading? I'm reading a book called The House in the Garulian Sea mm. by TJ Klune. I'm about halfway through it. And it is a little bit of a story about an island of misfit toys, basically, mm. kind of is harking back to that old Christmas um, show. But it's about children who have some magical abilities, who are in an orphanage and a bit of some outcasts. And I think it has some parallels to different people in our world, like, you know, how some People are a certain way, and they're outcasts from certain societies, and it's it's so good. Mm, so good. Interesting. The House in the Grueling Sea by T.J. Klune. Good to know. And, Julie, we have a new sponsor of the month. Woo, all right. Who is it? Um, October sponsor of the month is none other than Riley Quinn. So huge thank you to you, Riley. Thank you for supporting the podcast and for contributing uh, Riley told me that she wanted her message to be short and sweet for this month, just talking about how we can find the middle path as the way to wisdom. And she wrote me a quote saying, out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and right doing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. Oh, I love that. Yes. RQ, thank you very much. That is poignant and wise. Yes. Thank you, Riley, Riley Quinn. In our other segment, Angelie, we have a a question for Ask an Accident. Should we get into it? Oh, yeah, let's do it. All right. So, you know, I have no idea who submitted this one, but the question is, how old were you when you realized Lainey was your favorite daughter slash cousin? (laughs) I cannot imagine who would have submitted that question. Yeah, I I truly don't know. I think I'll let you go first on that one. 
Ooh, okay. I feel like, you know, it's hard to pinpoint an age, but I think it was cemented probably when I was 24. So last year when she stepped into role as our intern, I was like, you know what? That's it. Favorite cousin right there. It's hard to, hard to deny that for our, our hardworking intern. That's exactly right. And remember her interview process, how arduous it was? Yeah. And she really stuck through it. She did. And she, she has performed. As a matter of fact, we probably owe her another Starbucks gift card. We probably do. At the very least, a shout out on here. So shout out to you, Lainey. There you go. Shout out to you, Lainey. And how about you? How old were you when you realized she was your favorite daughter? Let's see. Um, I probably realized she was my favorite daughter um, right now because oh. she's our intern and we want to keep her happy. So um, <laughs> 53 and a half is how old I was when I realized okay. that. Good. Realization right there. Yeah. It's, it's good to come to those realizations. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and Julie, we actually do have another uh, in, installation, if I may, of Straighten the Record. Uh, set the Record Straight. Yes, thank you. Set the Record Straight. Um, this this uh, was brought to my attention by none other than Alex Victor. Um, he had some concerns and questions about a statement you made in reference to your oldest daughter, Sophie, in which you said that she was in 16th grade. Well, okay, what's his beef? His beef is he was unsure what that meant. If are we counting kindergarten? Where does that year start? Mm-hmm. Is, like, where does that fall now in college? He he wanted some clarification, and I was wondering if you could um, set that record straight. Oh, yes, absolutely. Alex, this is for you. Um, no, we don't count kindergarten because it's not compulsory. So... No, kindergarten gets kicked to the curb. And 16th grade, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, right? It's your fourth year of college, or let's say it took you five years of high school. Now you're your third year of college. It's your 16th year of school. All right. There you have it, Alex. If you need any more straightening of this record, uh, please reach out to us. I do kind of like how the... um, French do it. Maybe all Europeans. I'm not sure. Maybe just the French. They actually count down. Oh, interesting. So you start at 12 and you go to one. Uh, that feels like um, that would be really satisfying to get all the way down to first grade. Yeah. Right. Like and then that. blast off, man. Right. <laughs> okay, Alex, thanks for the, uh, the record straight question. Yes, absolutely. Um, well, Aunt Julie, is there anything else we want to chat about today? I'm just super excited to hear these stories we have queued up. Yes, absolutely. It's going to be um, it's going to be a nice wild ride. Everyone, gear up, buckle up, um, get yourself like a cold beer or a, a hot cup of tea, whatever you're in the mood for right now, and enjoy these stories. And you know, hit us up on our Instagram at Two Accidents No Purpose. Let us know what you think of the stories and. If anyone out there has a story that they want to share, um, you know, we can always do a third compilation episode. All right. Thanks to the friends, family, and fans who called in stories. Hi, my name is Erin Henderson. I'm from Vermont. Julie's asked me to uh, tell the story. Um, my husband and I moved to um, Orangevale, California, which is a lot of farmland right outside the suburbs. And we lived on a 10-acre ranch and had two golden retrievers, Zach and Zoe. And about the time this happened, Zach was about five 
Zoe was about one. Zach's a good dog, but he did not listen well at all. And so we lived down the road from high school that had open fields, and there were farms that butted up to them. And so we would walk the dogs um, around the field. So one day um, I had, and I'd walk them off leash. And one day I had Zach and Zoe out, and I was walking them fields, and um, I would let them run off leash. And this one afternoon, I had them out there for a walk. Some chickens had, from one of the barns, had jumped over the fence. And that being the excellent listener that he was, uh, just went bolted right for him. He's a bird dog. They're golden retrievers. And he bolted for the chicken. didn't even get within range of the chicken. And the chicken flops over. And... He picked the chicken up, brought it back, trotted back over to me with this chicken in his mouth and dropped it in front of my feet. And the chicken was dead. You know, I touch a chicken too much, but I'm looking around for like puncture, like he, like Zach had got bit with its teeth. No puncture wounds at all. Zach just gave the chicken a heart attack. And then picked it up and retrieved it and brought it back to me. I didn't really want to hurt that dead chicken. So I went and uh, uh, back to my house, got a pen and paper, and wrote a little note. Dear Mr. Farmer, my dog gave your chicken a heart attack. Sorry, your neighbor. And I put the note underneath the chicken and left. I never told him who I was. <laughs> but I told him it was an accident. And sorry about his dead chicken. That's the story of the chicken, Zach and Zoe. So this is Lori calling from Rapid City, South Dakota. And my story is about one of the um, podcasters, Julie, my sister. So we every summer we like to go to a professional baseball game and several years ago, we went to New York to go to Yankee Stadium. And it was six days before Yankee Stadium was closing. And so it was a sold-out game. And earlier in the day, we went to a tour of the stadium, which we like to do. So we toured the stadium, and we had about four hours before the game started. So we're like, so what should we do now? So we kind of wandered around the area, and we found a bar called um, Yankee Tavern. And we thought, well, we might as well get a beer. So we went in there, and we were in there for four hours with a huge group of rowdy baseball fans. And I kept saying to Julie, we cannot forget we have a baseball game to go to. We cannot forget we have a baseball game to go to. And Julie was at the bar, and every time she ordered a beer, we were drinking Stella's, and she would yell, Stella, as if that was the barmaid's name. Of course, it wasn't. It was the kind of beer she wanted. So anyway, we remembered we had a baseball game to get to, so we wandered over to the stadium in time for the game, and we're way up in the nosebleed section, and we sit down, and she was sitting next to this young um, girl from Japan that had traveled to the States to go to this baseball game, and this girl had a big bowl of popcorn in her lap, and Julie reaches over and starts eating her popcorn, and the girl looks at her, and Julie goes, this is how we do it in America. <laughs> For the rest of the game, the girl shared her popcorn. Bye.
Hello, everybody. This is Hannah. I am the middle sister to Abby. This this story does not paint me in the best light, but it is by request. Um, so last Christmas, I had just started. I was a few months into my new job, and we were doing Secret Santa. So everyone, you know, pulled someone's name out of the hat, and then we were supposed to leave small gifts for each other throughout the month, and then get a big gift at the Christmas party. And I had my coworker Jess, so I gave you know a candle and a few other little things. And then one day I had gotten a box of toffee from a family member that had like two gift wrapped bags of toffee in it. And in my mind, I said, "Well, I don't need two bags of toffee. I will keep one and give one to Jess as one of her small gifts." So I do that. I leave it on her desk when she's gone. She comes back and she's, oh, I have like secret Santa gave me toffee. I said, oh, that's so nice. And she opens the bag to take a piece, and she turns it over and says, oh, this is yours. I said, what? And there was a, a gift tag on the back that I did not know about that said to Santa. And I turned bright red and made up some ridiculous story about. How, oh, that is mine, but I left it on the break room table, so someone must have must have seen it and thought it was yours, it, which made no sense. So then the next day, we're driving to get coffee, and I blurted out. I said, Jeff, I have to tell you something. And I think she thought I, like, I don't know, had some crazy work thing happen. So then I had to tell her that I was her secret Santa and that I had got caught re-gifting coffee to her. And we still laugh about it to this day. So that is my story. Um, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Hello to Accident Podcast listeners. This is Cece. I have a story from a few years ago. Abby and I had been traveling to New Orleans for a friend's wedding. Um, it was fall time, I believe November and we're headed back from New Orleans to Omaha, land about 10 o'clock at night on a Sunday, and we get on the shuttle bus to go back to the parking lot. And as we're on the shuttle bus getting near the lot, the driver says, get out your ticket to see where you parked in the lot. So Abby and I are looking for a ticket, can't find it, can't find it. Finally, we just had him drop us off because he had been going around and around looking for our car. We couldn't find it. So we just decided to get off the bus and see if we could find it ourselves. And I could vaguely recall where I parked in the lot, but because the bus had dropped us off at a different entrance, I was having a hard time recalibrating and orienting myself to the the parking lot so it's like 10 30 by this point we're walking up and down this huge parking lot and trying to find my car pushing the alarm button nothing 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 and we're starting to get cold and tired and need to go to work the next morning um so we're about to call a friend to just come pick us up at the airport and then i would come back and find my car later and we see a cop sitting in the kind of back corner of this parking lot just like idling and so we walk up to the cop car and ask the officer if he could help us find our car and or and or just let us warm up until our uh, friend comes to pick us up and he's like yep i have nothing going on hop on in so happy and i with all of our luggage hop in to the cop car and i'm trying to explain to him where we had parked the car 
and he starts to drive us up and down all the aisles and as I'm describing where I think my car is parked he kind of pauses and turns around and looks at me and he goes did you park in the employee lot and Abby and I were like I don't think so and so after he had gone through this whole lot and we couldn't find my car he goes out and goes to the next parking lot over which is the employee lot and sure as shit there's my car right where I thought I left it and somehow at the beginning of the weekend, I had parked in the employee lot because our flight was like at five in the morning. So we were there super early and I pull into the first lot, which I thought was the one I needed to be in for long-term parking. And the little um, bar that lets you in was broken. And so I was able to just come right in without any pass or anything. And I parked my car. And then after Abby and I realized we parked in the employee lot, we think back to the shuttle when we were parking initially and we're on the shuttle with all of the Southwest airline employees. And they're probably like, why are these two girls on our shuttle bus? And neither of us thought anything of it at the time. And because it was employee parking, I didn't have to pay for it, and we just got out of there and had a weekend of free parking. And that's my story. Love you guys. All right. Huge thank you again to everyone who submitted their stories. We super appreciate that you took your time to spin a yarn for us on our episode today. Everyone else out there, hope you're having a great Monday. Stay safe, and we'll see you guys in a few weeks. Thanks, everybody. Uh, Bye-bye. She's a daughter of her sister. She's a sister of her mother. They have one thing in common. Two accidents with no purpose. 